Welcome. Good morning. It's Thursday, the 29th of March, 2018. Welcome back to another episode of Autonomous Cars with Mark Hogue, the first and only regularly updated podcast in the world dedicated entirely to autonomous cars. Today, episode 16, Waymo and Jaguar Land Rover partner up, Uber has a blind spot, and we report on a tragic Tesla Model X accident in the San Francisco Bay Area. Let's dive in. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So, first up, Waymo and Jaguar are now besties. So, as we reported uh, about a week ago, Jaguar have just recently launched the new iPACE EV. The iPACE, of course, is Jaguar's first entry into the premium electric vehicle segment. It's sort of an SUV crossover-ish type vehicle. I, of course, just call it a rather large hatchback. This, though, a very pretty hatchback indeed. Uh, the Jaguar I-Pace, of course, is really kind of right there at the same level as Tesla with respect to battery capacity, range, and nearly even performance. But what makes this partnership with Waymo such a big deal, Waymo, of course, uh, Google, or I should say Alphabet, Google's autonomous car division, uh, is that, well, this then will become the sixth car in the Waymo car fleet, I should say the autonomous car fleet, joining the likes of, let's see, they had their little pod car a while back. They have the Toyota Prius they were testing for a while. <clears throat> they had a Lexus RX 300, I believe. They have the new Chrysler uh, Pacifica minivan. I do believe there's a fifth car I'm leaving out here. But in any event, the Jaguar I-Pace now joins this lineup. Um, so the numbers of the partnership are pretty spectacular. So it turns out that Waymo is going to be adding 20,000 of these fully autonomous iPaces in the first two years. This is going to provide roughly 1 million trips per day. So uh, this is really great news. This is a really, really fantastic uh, expansion effort. And frankly, it's really great to see a premium vehicle get added to the autonomous car lineup of Waymo. I mean, nothing against the Chrysler Pacifica minivan, as I've sort of admitted in the past, as, you know, that minivan, I never thought I'd say it, but it's a really nice vehicle, both inside and out. So uh, this, of course, very, very special indeed. Um, this will be, first of all, rolling out in Phoenix, but uh, likely it's going to be the case that this will be expanded to some of, if not all of, the various uh, 25 cities across the U.S. in which Waymo have been testing exhaustively. They've now logged over 5 million miles. Uh, on actual city streets of fully autonomous driving. Uh, this is to say nothing at all about the, I believe it's 20 to 30, maybe it's 50 million miles logged in simulations. So uh, very, very special this indeed. So can't wait to see the rollout of the actual product on the roads. But uh, do let us know if you get a chance to give it a go yourself. Uh, let me know. You can reach me on Twitter, of course, or directly on anchor.fm leaving a message. Uh, we'd love to hear from uh, the first the first riders on 
Waymo's new Jaguar I-Pace EV. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New information surfacing from the tragic accident between the Uber autonomous test vehicle and the pedestrian in Tempe, Arizona. This vehicle, of course, was a Volvo XC90 equipped with Velodyne-sourced LiDAR sensors on the roof. Except that it wasn't. Uh, It was equipped with a single Velodyne-sourced LiDAR sensor on the roof. This is in stark contrast to other vehicles, including and especially Uber's own previous autonomous test vehicles, the Ford Fusion, which was infused, sorry, with seven, seven LiDAR sensors on the roof. Now, Uber have said, of course, that this was just overkill. Seven were, in fact, not necessary, and that, frankly, one was perfectly sufficient. Well, except that it apparently wasn't. Turns out that on the taller height of the XC90, one LiDAR sensor just simply isn't enough to look all the way around the car, functioning as it does to create a 3D point space of all objects, the issue being that one LiDAR on the roof of the car simply can't see all the way down a street level. Uh, There are potential blind spots, roughly three meters in size around the vehicle. This, of course, means that it's very possible, or I should say it's at least plausible, that the LiDAR sensor array may miss certain objects, including pedestrians, in certain parts uh, of space around the vehicle. So, This seems to be the direction in which the investigation is headed. Uh, No confirmations yet, but it's certainly mm, at least the least implausible uh, solution to what occurred. And in any event, it's uh, the simplest solution to what occurred. And if you're like me, you'll agree that the simple solutions are often the right ones. So uh, we'll keep checking in and uh, updating you with more info as we get it. But so far, that seems to be the likely the likely explanation. Uber, of course, no longer allowed to do fully autonomous test driving in Arizona. Their rights to do so, their permissions to do so, having been revoked. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Speaking of tragic, horrific accidents, you probably heard by now of the Model X accident on the 101 freeway uh, south of San Francisco in Mountain View. If you don't know the area, just to help triangulate for you, uh, this is the home of the tech titans of the universe like Google and Facebook and everybody else. Uh, so a Model X apparently struck the divider between the exit ramp and the uh, the regular lanes of the freeway. And it's a pretty horrific thing to see. F- the entire front of the Tesla has been essentially sheared off. There's just nothing left. It appears that when it struck this divider, well, the 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 crumple zone that's usually there on the divider to help mitigate these sorts of accidents, well, it was... Well, it was apparently already crumpled up from presumably a previous accident. Either that or the information is incorrect and it was simply gone or 
being repaired. In any event, there wasn't a crumple zone to help slow the Tesla, and indeed it hit this, this, this dividing wall at very high speed indeed. Like I said, totally just shearing off the front of the car. It's just, I've never seen anything like it. Um, it's a really big deal for several reasons. Tesla's engineers are already helping the NTSB sort of in their investigation to figure out what went wrong. The first question, of course, that everybody is wondering is, did autopilot cause this accident? Um, Tesla have said that they can't yet retrieve the information, the, the vehicle logs, because the damage is so severe. But what they do note is that autopilot's been used 85,000 times on that same stretch of highway since it was first rolled out in 2015. There's actually 200 successful autopilot trips per day on that exact stretch of road. So it's highly improbable that autopilot was indeed the cause. Um, that said, even if it were the cause, we, we can't let this devolve into the argument that, oh, therefore autopilot's dangerous and autonomous vehicles are dangerous. And no, that's just silly because still it's safer than human drivers. But it is important to understand if that was the cause, why did it occur, and to make sure to fix it qu- as quickly as possible, right? Um, but uh, no, I think intuitively, not, not, not to sort of speculate, but, but I have to say intuitively, I do feel that these sorts of accidents on the exit barriers usually is the case where somebody tries to make an exit at the last second and just sort of judges incorrectly, miscalculates. Alternatively, since there was two other cars involved, uh, it's quite likely that, you know, maybe the, one or both of the other cars were responsible for this accident. Who knows? Uh, in any event, uh, some good Samaritans did try to rescue the driver. They managed to free him from the wreck, but tragically, he died at the hospital. Um, the other big issue, of course, of what happened to the car immediately following the accident, it burst into flames. This, of course, is a really big deal because, first, Teslas are designed to, well, not burst into flames. And secondly, to the extent that some of the battery cells do catch fire, there's numerous firewalls designed precisely to prevent the spread of fire. So very important to understand what went wrong there and why did the entire car go up in a flame? So we will check in with you uh, in future episodes as we get more information to learn sort of what went wrong, and we'll give it to you as soon as we have it. So that's a wrap. Uh, I'm going to preemptively wish you a good weekend because I know we usually record on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I think, or at least that's what I've been intending to do. But uh, I think unless there's some really pressing breaking news for tomorrow... I will probably check back in with you on Monday. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the day. As a reminder, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes Podcasts. Uh, Remember to, of course, share this with your friends and colleagues and upvote it if you like it. Uh, Of course, if you listen on Anchor.fm, you can leave me a voicemail. I promise to respond to you. And finally, of course, don't forget you can reach out to me directly on Twitter at Mark Hogue. That's M-A-R-C-H-O-A-G. Um, So that'll do it. Thank you again so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.